You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are already on our second uh, installment of our uh, parable, uh, which is Truth Be Told. By the way, parable uh, simply means uh, to throw the truth behind because the word para and bole, uh, para means beside and bole is the truth that was thrown, meaning it is a truth that is thrown behind with all the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ in order to amplify the, the teaching that he has been, he has been saying al- along the way. So we are now in our second uh, topic, which is uh, the mustard seed. And I believe that we will learn from uh, this uh, parable. So if you could uh, join me, let's all stand up right now. Luke 13 verses 18 to 21. By the way, Luke is a physician. He is a doctor and uh, Luke was also the writer of the book of Acts. So, wala pong, hindi po si Acts ang writer, si Luke po ang writer ng Book of Acts. Luke is a doctor by profession. And in all, probably siguro, there are two of them who are, um, I would say, educated uh, with regards to the followers of Jesus. Uh, first is Luke, who's a physician, and Paul, who is an, uh, a seminarian. Okay, so he graduated in the University of Jerusalem. Kung meron mang University of Jerusalem noong mga time na yon. Okay, so he's an acad- academician. Okay, and uh, a rabbi by profession. So we have here, uh, we'll start with verse 18, okay, to 21. It says here, He said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden. And it grew and became a tree. And the birds of the air made nest in its branches. And again, he said, to what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven. It is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leavened. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much again for the reading of your word. We believe that uh, your word is powerful to change lives. And we pray also, Lord, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will step in, Lord, right now in our midst and teach us. We pray that we will have a heart of flesh to receive the truth that you have given us. Lord, we yield ourselves to you. We submit, Lord God, to the truth of your word. If there are anything that needs to be corrected in our life, Lord, God, we are here right now open to be corrected and open, Lord God, to be, if there's a need, Lord, for us to change our ways, Lord, then, Lord, so be it. Lord, we pray that our ears, Lord, spiritual ears, will listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. The glory, the honor, and the praise is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Now, since we're talking about the mustard seed, later on I'll expound on that a little bit. But uh, before that, let me just uh, show you some pictures here. This is a picture of a young boy, and uh, probably you don't know him because uh, he is not really that... uh, uh, popular during that uh, time. And uh, I would say that we also um, have children and they, were, uh, they are also young, just like him. And the same, the same thing also with us. We were uh, young before and nobody notices us. But uh, this young boy grew up to become an influential person. And this person is none other than Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, Ganun pa rin, no? yung kulay niya. Ganun pa rin, no? So, hindi naman nagbago. Okay? Yung pa rin talaga yung kulay niya. And uh, he, uh, he's a Baptist minister and a social activist who led the civil rights movement in the United States from the mid-1950s. So, however, unfortunately, he died due to an assassination. And he really... Uh, I mean, lobby that uh, there should be no segregation between black and white people. So, siyang nagsimula noon na wala pong dapat na segregation or racism ng mga time na yon. He became very uh, famous and at the same time, 
influential even in our day and time as well. Palaging bumabalik sa panahon niya at ginagamit yung kanyang I mean speech no? na sinabi niyang I have a dream and it all started from this guy, from this man. He is not known when he was young but he made an influence and he made a mark in our generation, in our society. Another person uh, that you don't know as well, I don't know if you are familiar with that uh, young boy. This young boy is not, is not very influential during that time, but he, was, uh, he is growing. And there were times when he is corrected by uh, his teacher. And this, uh, sometimes uh, I, I understand that his teachers are trying to tell him that uh, he is like, uh, he's, parang lumalabas, parang he has, he, he's not really that good. He's not really that intelligent. And however, he grew up, of course, to become Albert Einstein. Okay? And this uh, young boy became so much influential as well. And uh, Einstein, well, he's a German-born physicist who developed the general theory of re- relativity among other feats. He is considered the most influential physicist of the 20th century. And if I'm not mistaken, he also has a Jewish background as well. Einstein is so much, uh, has also made a mark in our society. And I would say that uh, there are no... Uh, people who have really followed his footsteps in terms of his discovery. And another last person, probably you know this guy, that uh, he also was an ordinary baseball guy. He just loves to play baseball and he just loves to, um, I mean, go with women. Kumbaga, ano siya, chick boy, ang dating ng taong ito. And uh, ayaw, niya, ayaw niya talagang ano, ayaw, parang he, he really grew up na uh, sarili lang niyang iniisip niya. Okay? He just want to live his life and just focus on what he wants to do. And kahit na anong rebuke sa kanya na magulang niya, uh, ano eh, parang meron siyang sarili mundo. But there was a time that he really uh, came to a point in time of decision to the point that he gave his life to the Lord. And this guy became known today as uh, Billy Graham. And Billy Graham has been so much influential today. I believe he's already 98 uh, years old. And uh, Billy Graham uh, was an evangelist uh, at revival meetings and on radio and television for over 40 years. He has preached to over 215 million people in over 185 countries. And as of, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there has been no person also who has followed these footsteps in the area of, you know, preaching to all, all, all over the world. And I would say that these people are nobody before. They are, they are like uh, nobody, as in they, nobody knows them during the time, but the Lord actually used them. There was a time that uh, they uh, gave, the, I mean, this guy gave his life to the Lord, that he also made a mark in our society, in our generation. That really depends, no? Kung halimbawa binigay mo ang buhay mo sa Panginoon, then I believe that uh, mas matindi yon. It will, you will really make a mark in your society or probably in your family or in your generation. And I would say that this, this is the same thing also with uh, our, our, the kingdom of the Lord. And there is this person also that who came here. And all of you know, Jesus Christ also came, the God who became human. And Jesus Christ also made a mark to the point that he did not, he's not an ordinary human being like us, of course, because he is God who became man. And his uh, ministry uh, started with a small bunch of people to the point that right now there are around probably uh, 2.2 billion people who claim to be followers of Jesus Christ. And of course, in the 2.2 billion people, uh, not all of them, of course, are really genuine believers, but they claim to be followers of, the, of this man. And so Jesus Christ also made an influence to the point that nobody has reached his influence. Although some other people are saying that uh, 
he is okay. Kaso nga lang yung mga followers niya ang hindi raw. Kasi ang mga followers niya ang hirap sumunod kay Jesus. Kumbaga, hindi siya sinusunod sa mga sinasabi niya. Mas mabuti pa nga raw ang Diablo pag sinabi mong, I rebuke you in Jesus' name, get out. Yung mga Krisyano, pag sinabi mong magbasa ka ng Bible, ay magbasa. Kumbaga, ano eh, yung mga, mas, mas mabuti pa raw iba, masunurin. Pero mga Krisyano raw, minsan, ang hirap na matigas ang ulo. But however, of course, Jesus Christ made an imprint in our generation in, in this world. And right now, I would say that His kingdom is still moving on and advancing. That's why I would say that His kingdom is like a mustard seed. And in the, in the passage, he was able to uh, even uh, make a mark in his own culture that even to the point that he was a young boy, I would say that uh, during this, this time, by the way, uh, when he was uh, confronting the Pharisee, it says here in Luke 13, 17, as he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Now imagine a son of a carpenter, isang anak ng karpentero, tapos biglang nakapag-influence ng ganito karami mga tao. I mean, uh, who, will, who will really think na itong, uh, I mean, this person by the name of Jesus would be able to influence a lot of people because, of course, this person is not just an ordinary human, but he is God who became man. And so in this case, I would say that we have to learn from him and we have to understand what his kingdom is because when he came here, he did not really establish his own political kingdom. Marami pa rin mga hudyo ang nag expect na ito bang Jesus na ito, sana kung halimbawa ang ginawa niya, nag-establish siya ng kingdom, sana ngayon uh, we will follow him according to the Jews. In fact, the Jews until today are still believing and expecting for a political Messiah hanggang ngayon. That's why they don't want to believe Jesus Christ. Ayaw nilang maniwala na si Jesus Christ ay anak ng Diyos. They don't want to believe Jesus Christ to be the Messiah. They still want to believe him as a man, ordinary man, human, who is the son of an ordinary carpenter. And so they have no idea that this Jesus did not really came here to establish a political kingdom, but he came here to really establish his kingdom in the sense of spiritual kingdom. And he is not after of a, uh, an earthly kingdom or an earthly empire, but it's more really of a spiritual kingdom that nobody uh, that understands during the time. And I would say it's good for us to talk about his kingdom, Jesus' kingdom. Ano kaya tong kingdom ni Lord? What about His kingdom? There are three uh, descriptions of the kingdom of the Lord. And I would like to uh, begin first by saying that the kingdom of Jesus Christ is growing. It is growing by dips and bounds. Hindi po mapipigilan. Ang isang mustard seed, pag tinanim mo yan, hindi yan, ano eh, hindi yan titigil ng pagtubo. Lalaki-lalaki ang isang mustard seed. Let me just uh, bring you to Luke chapter 13 again, verses 18 to 19. It says here, He said, he said therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden, and it grew. Now, ang mustard seed is a different kind of seed because napakaliit po ng mustard seed. I have no idea if, uh, or I, 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 I don't know if you have already uh, witnessed or probably uh, seen a, an actual mustard seed. But for, uh, to help you at least somehow uh, see a picture of this, uh, this is a picture of uh, mustard seed. Maliit siya. Pero hindi pa yan. Kasi because ang mustard seed talaga, nasa loob niyan. Okay? You have to crush it in order to get all the seeds inside. So pag kinrush mo siya, ganun kaliit, mas maliit pa dyan. Yung liit niya, pag hinangin siya, hindi mo na makikita yung isang mustard seed. 
But however, when a mustard seed grows, pag tinanim mo siya, it will grow to about 7 to 8 feet, even to 12 feet high. Doon pupunta ang mga ibon, minsan, no? To just rest on that particular tree. And some say that it's a, it's like a bush. But uh, some others believe that it's really a tree. And the, the Lord Jesus Christ is talking about a tree. At uh, when... Uh, I mean, to ima- for you to imagine, if uh, gano'ng kataas ito, try to ride a horse. No? Kapag nakasakay ka sa kabayo, mas mataas pa dun sa uh, kabayo at sa, sa tao na nakasakay yung tao sa kabayo, yung, mustard, yung tree na yun, na tinata- tinatawag. And in Romans chapter uh, 1.16, it says here, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. In other words, the kingdom ang kaakipat po ng kingdom na ito ay ang power po ng Ibanghelyo ng Panginoon. And right now, the the kingdom of the Lord is truly growing uh, and we, we can see that today. Nakikita natin yon. Walang makakapigil sa paglogo ng uh, kingdom ng Panginoon. By the way, the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. Hindi ito tungkol sa parang earthly empire na parang merong uh, physical na castle or physical na palace. It is not about that. The kingdom of God really is in us. And you will know that, maintindihan niyo yun, once you experience your relationship with the Lord. And you will notice also that when you became born again, pag naborn again kayo, sasabihin niyo palagi, but ganito ang feeling kapag halimbawang nung tinanggap ko si Jesus, ibang-iba na. Parang ang saya-saya ko, parang gusto ko palagi, nasa kas- kasama ko yung mga kapwa ko kristyano, parang ayoko nang umuwi kapag halimbawang merong mga uh, gathering ng, let's say, worship or Pre, uh, worship night or whatever that you're doing as a Christian, parang it, it feels like you wanted to stay there forever. Why? Because that is the kingdom of God. Now, I would say that you are just uh, experiencing uh, something that is uh, right now a touch of what the kingdom of God is. Because kapag halimbawang nandun na po tayo sa actual kingdom ni Lord, then dun po talaga sobrang matindi na po yon. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him and who are called according to His purpose. So it's different really when we are in the actual kingdom of God. Yes, I understand that the kingdom of God is here right now, but there is still an actual, a real kingdom of God. Meaning, what I'm saying is that na, king, the kingdom of God is now, but not yet. Okay, ulitin ko. The kingdom of God is now, but not yet. Meaning, na-experience na po natin ang kingdom ni Lord, and it's growing, but this is not yet the actual kingdom of God. Because pagdating po ni Jesus, then do natin may experience talaga yung actual kingdom ni Lord. And you will really be amazed kung gano'ng kalaki at gano'ng katindi ang kingdom ng Panginoon. In this case, I would say also that uh, people, whenever we gather together, whenever the church, not just victory, but in different churches, whether it be non-victory, whenever people gather together, hindi po lahat kasama sa kingdom ni Lord. We can only say that we are probably participating in the worship. We are participating in, let's say, whatever that we are doing today in the church. But the kingdom of God includes all genuine believers. When I say genuine believers, those people who have really given their life to the Lord, those people who are who have a personal relationship with the Lord, those people who have really experienced Jesus Christ in themselves. Hindi po yung mga tao na they are just a part of the church, a local church, pero hindi na naiintindihan kung ano yung relasyon nila sa Panginoon. There are people who are like that. They just go through the motion. They thought that they are part of the kingdom, but in reality, they are not really part of the kingdom. And I hope that when people ask you, or when people, let's say, uh, ask you about your relationship with the Lord, then you know. Alam mo kung ano yung sasabihin mo. Kapag tinanong ka, 
are you a Christian? Then you will say, yes. At kapag tinanong ka, do you have a personal relationship with the Lord? And your answer is yes. Now, let me just um, give you my observation today. My observation today is that way back, kasi noong mga bandang 1980s, uh, sino rito mga 1980s kayo na save? Can you please raise up your hand? Mga 1980s. Okay? Oh, ah, konti na lang ba tayo? Na-rapture na ba iba? <laughs> so anyway, yung mga 1980s no, na na-save. Yung mga 1980s, 1970s, yung mga tipong uh, uso pa na yung mga sarilikha. Ay, uso pa lang ngayon. Okay? Yung tipong kapag halimbawa, malalaman mo rin kung talagang matagal na siyang krisyano kapag halimbawa ang uh, pagkakumanta ka ng mga tugtog ng sarilika, sumasabay siya. Okay? Ibig sabihin, matatagal na, matagal na siyang krisyano. Eh, but however, I would say that there are, there are people today, even in our generation, that whenever you ask them about their testimony, it is somehow quite different with how we explain it before. Because when we, when we ask, how are you saved? Paano ka bang naligtas? Ang mga sagot minsan ng ibang mga tao is, Na-save ako ano, nung nadala ako sa church. Nadala ako ng kamag-anak ko, nadala ako ng kaibigan ko. Tapos, uh, nagustuhan ko yung preaching. Ano, uh, okay. Uh, ano, uh, relevant sa buhay ko. Applicable. At uh, tapos, nagtuloy-tuloy na, sinama ko na yung mga magulang ko. Actually, ano, part na kami, member na kami ng church. Now, that is an ordinary explanation of a person who have, you know, who, who, who don't have any understanding about what relationship is. Because if you ask a person, ang isang tunay pong krisyano, kapag tinanong mo, mo siya na, paano ka bang naligtas, ang unang-unang niya sasabihin sa'yo ay ang kanyang testimony kung paano siya binago ng Panginoon. I was saved when I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, binago niya ako. Ngayon naintindihan ko na na ako ay merong buhay na walang hanggan Noong time na yun, binigay ko ang aking buhay sa Panginoon. Pinatawad niya ako sa aking mga kasalanan. At ngayon ay, meron na akong relasyon sa Kanya. Doon ako naligtas. At ngayon ay, nandito ako sa church. At pinlaga ko ng Panginoon. At alam ko, dito ako lalago. The church is not the one who is transforming you. The kingdom of God is not the one, of course, who is transforming you. It is Jesus Christ. Ang Panginoong Jesus po ang nagbabago sa atin. Hindi po ang church Hindi po tayo, hindi po tao ang nagbabago sa'yo, si Jesus po ang nagbabago sa inyo. That is why, speaking of the kingdom of God, yes, we are growing, but however, I would say that in, in that growth, people sometimes do not understand that the growth is not just only in number, na lumalabas parang, yes, dumadami tayo, yes, dumalaki ang church natin. That's good, praise God for that. But however, sana kaakibat po ng pag-grow ng church po na yon is that yung pag-grow rin po ng relationship natin sa Panginoon. Hindi uubra po at hindi po pwedeng kasama ka lang sa statistics. Ikaw yung ika 12,999 para maging, tapos ikaw yung ika 13,000 para maging 13,000 yung church. I hope that we will not just be part of a statistics, but we will really understand what being a part of the kingdom of God really is. Because it is not about the number. It is really about our relationship with Jesus Christ. Remember, the scripture says that the, the gospel of the Lord brought salvation for us. Yun po ang nag, nagbigay sa atin ng kalitasan. When we heard the good news, gave our life to the Lord, and now we became part of the kingdom of God. And it is continually growing not just here in the Philippines, but all around the world. 
But at the same time, we are also reminded that this is not about number, but this is really about our relationship in the Lord. Ang sarap pong maging part ng kingdom ng Panginoon because dama mo yon, Ramdam mo yon, Dahil may peace po kayo. May joy po kayo. Meron po kayong love na nararamdaman. Meron kayong patience sa lahat ng bagay. And all of those fruit of the Holy Spirit are coming out in your life. And you will notice and you will experience that hindi mo pipilitin. You will not really fake it. Hindi mo fake yon, But you will really understand that it is the Lord who is moving through you and at the same time, the one who is transforming you. Ang hirap po kasi kapag halimbawang tayo lang po ang nagbabago sa ating sarili and we cannot do that. It should be the Lord who is really transforming us. And I would say that is part of a growing kingdom. That is part of the growth of the church. Matthew 11, 2 says, From the day, days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and the violent take it by force. It has suffered violence, meaning, ibig sabihin na to, talaga as in, kahit na anong daan ng church, talagang dediretso to, it will really grow. Walang makakapigil. Just like a mustard seed, that it will grow. And nobody can stop the growth of the mustard seed. In another version, this is how they expounded this particular passage. It says here in God's Word translation, From the time of John the Baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. And I would say that not just advancing, but at the same time growing as well. And forceful people have been seizing it. So, in this case, I would say that we have to always understand that nobody can stop the church. Pag hindi po tayo naging part ng church, ng kingdom ni Lord, iiwanan po tayo. Ayaw mong maging part ng, ng ministry, iiwanan ka. Ibig sabihin nun, nakaupo ka lang, magdamag hanggang the Lord returns. Pagdating ng Panginoon, hanggang ngayon, dyan ka pa sa upuan na yan. Hindi ka talaga, talagang inabili mo na yung upuan na yan. Ha? Nung unang, na, nung unang ano, na, naging Christian ka, nandiyan ka na, hanggang ngayon, nandiyan ka pa rin, hindi ka man ang nagpagamit sa Panginoon. We have to be of use for the Lord because each one of us have our own gifting. Each one of us have our own gift that we can that we can really share in edification, in edifying the church and helping the church and helping the kingdom of God advance. Merong kayong gift na kailangan niyo pong ibigay sa Panginoon. And you have to pray and ask the Lord for that. Because ayaw niyo pong iuwi yung gift na yon. Pagdating ng araw at nasa harapan na po tayo ng Panginoon, hindi na po natin magagamit yung gift na yan. Kakalawangin na po yan. Kaya ngayon pa lang, kailangan gamitin natin sa Panginoon. If you have that gift in you, in hospitality, kung marunong kang ngumiti, pwede ka sa ushering at kumamay, mag-ushering. Alam, alam niyo po, ang una kong ministry, ushering. Kaya dahil doon po sa ushering na yon, ang dami ko nakilala ng mga tao. E bilhin mo ba naman lahat ng mga dumadaan, kakamayan mo? tapos ngingitian mo. At talaga makikilala mo nga naman lahat. At, hindi lang yon talagang dadaling ko sila sa upuan nila. Yes. Very, as in talagang, kinarir ko talaga yung pagdala ng upuan. Dito po kayo. Ito po. Okay, tas pagkataas nun, babalik uli ako sa pintuan. At, Dito po kayo. <laughs> and I'm really happy and I'm really glad because of what I'm doing. Because I want to be a part of what the Lord is doing in the kingdom of God. Because there's joy and there's really gladness in what we are doing if you are part of the kingdom of God. Mafe-feel mo yun eh. Kung Pilipino tayo, kung wala po tayong contribution sa ating bansa, kung hindi tayo nagbibigay ng dapat natin ibigay sa ating bansa, 
I don't think that you really are a Filipino. Kumbaga, nakatira ka lang rito sa bansang ito na ang nagbe-benefit, ikaw lang, pero hindi ka nakakatulong sa bansang ito. That is why, again, speaking of that, if we are part of this country, then we have to be an asset in this country as well. Because nakakatulong po tayo sa ating mga kapwa Pilipino. The same thing as well in the kingdom of God. If you are part of the kingdom of God, then you ask the Lord, God, teach me how I can help and how can I also part of that growing kingdom. In fact, in the book of Daniel, it was already mentioned about the growing kingdom. The visions of my head, sabi ni Nebuchadnezzar, as I lay in bed, were this or, or were this? I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth, and its height was great. The tree grew and became strong, and its top reached to heaven, and it was visible to the end of the whole earth. In verse 12, it says, Its leaves were beautiful, and its fruit abundant, and in it was food for all. The beasts of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the heavens live in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it. Now, notice that it really created an impact, of course, around them. That's the kingdom of God. It grows and it influences. It created an impact to the people around them. Hindi lang po sa atin, pero sa mga ibang mga tao rin. That's the kingdom of God. And I would say that it will continue to grow. This church will continue to grow. Other church will also continue to grow. Nobody can stop that. And no one can stop that. That is why... We have, to, we have, again, to go back and ask ourselves, are we really part of the growing kingdom of God? Because if not, then it's high time for us to once more ask the Lord and say, Lord, I want to be a part of your growing kingdom. Next is that aside from the growing kingdom, we also have to understand that the kingdom of the Lord is advancing. Growing is one, I, I mean, growing is uh, good, but however, if you are just growing without advancing, I mean, that's another story. You have to grow and at the same time advance. Ang hirap po nang nag-grow lang, nagpapataba lang tayo, tapos hindi tayo nag advance We are not advancing His kingdom. But however, in advancing His kingdom, there will be a lot of challenges. Maraming pong challenges kapag lima nag-advance po tayo. When we advance the kingdom of the Lord, people or people's lives are touched because you are advancing the kingdom of God. In fact, once I share the gospel to another person and this person receives Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God immediately is already in him or in her. Nandun na agad yung kingdom ni God sa kanya. But at the same, that's how we advance the kingdom of God. Kaya ngayon kingdom ni Lord is slowly advancing. We are not advancing the name any any organization. We are not advancing the name of this church, but we are advancing the name of Jesus Christ. That is why we have to be careful to really share the gospel to other people by not mentioning, alam mo, ano, maging part ka ng victory. Unang-una agad na isishare yung victory, hindi yung pangalan ni Jesus. Let's be careful with that. Huwag niyo pong isishare ang pangalan ng victory. Ang sinishare po natin, yung pangalan ni Jesus, yung po ang nakapagliligtas, hindi po yung victory. Huwag niyo pong yayayain yung tao. Lika, punta ka sa victory. Yun agad ang sasabihin natin. Hindi yung, kilala mo na ba si Jesus? Gusto mo i-share ko si, kayo sa'yo kung sino si Jesus? Alam mo, binago niya ako. Ito yung ginawa niya sa aking buhay. This is what he did to me. He can also did this, do this to you. Kaya ka rin niyang baguhin at kaya ka rin niyang i-transform. 
and then afterwards, once this person is already a believer, then, or, or probably you have already explained the gospel to that person, then that's the time that you can bring that person or invite that person to where you are going, to the church. But please, don't advance the name of victory. Let's advance the name of Jesus Christ. That is what we should do. In the Bible, it says, and let me continue on with this. He said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his, uh, in his garden. And it grew and became a tree. And the birds of the air made nests in its branches. Now, some theologians and commentators believe that this bird refers to the people who are comforted because of the kingdom of God, because of the growing kingdom of God. But there are also commentators who understand that the birds refer to the spiritual enemies. Because according to the book of Matthew, when the mustard seed was uh, sowed, there are birds who try to peck them at kinain sila. And yun po yung, uh, ibig sabihin nun, yun po yung mga spiritual enemy. Na hindi, kaya hindi natutuloy yung growth. And I would say that I will lean first on that area that the birds here could be the spiritual enemy that are trying to be in our midst, but in reality, they are not really part of the kingdom of God. They are like wolves in sheep's clothing. They're trying to really uh, pretend to be a believer. You know what? There are a lot of uh, cults today, and when I say cults, they are not really part of the spiritual family of the Lord. They are not really part of the church, the universal church of God. By the way, when I say uh, cults, what I really mean is that they are not Christian and they are not really genuine believers. We are not the only church. There are also other churches like, uh, I mean, Baptist or CCF or GCF or uh, Presbyterian. They are genuine churches. But however, there are also groups who call themselves churches, but in reality, they are not. In fact, in the, in the book by Dr. Walter Martin in the Kingdom of the Cults, he said, today the Kingdom of the Cults stretches throughout the world. It's membership in the millions with over 17 million cult members in the United States alone. Today in the United States, statistically, it says here, outpaces the Kingdom of the Cults, but we are still facing a dangerous exponential rise in numbers in Latin America and the third world countries. Islam and Buddhist religions, as well as the New Age or pagan movement, also claims membership worldwide. So the problem faces us all the same and continues to grow. The kingdom of the cults is expanding. And I would say that this is also one thing that we are encountering when we advance the kingdom of God. And this is a reality. Meron po tayo talagang encounter na ganito. People who will attack Christianity, people who will be skeptical about our faith, people who will not believe Jesus Christ, people who will not believe God. Atheists, for example, they don't believe in God. But however, we will still continue to advance God's kingdom. Kahit na mangyari, kahit na merong nakaharang dyan, we will still continue to advance God's kingdom. And we will not shy away from those things. But however, what we're going to do is just to face this and continue on. 
In Second Peter 2 verse 1, it says, But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And sometimes these people tend to pull down the teachings of Christianity and even deceive people. That's why we have to be alert always. Kailangan natin maintindihan. There are a lot of new age paraphernalias out there. Nabanggit ko nga po sa inyo, ang yoga, ang yoga, yoga, yoga tayo. Anong ginagawa mo? Nag-yoga. Ah, yoga. So, kasi ang yoga talaga, may mantra na sinasabi yan. Yung sa yoga. At meron, naka-lotus position yan. Naka-lotus position, may mantra, and at the same time, once they do that mantra, they are trying to be one with the universe. At magsasabi sila, may ma- after saying the mantra, meron yung binabanggit na, om, 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 hapang nakaganoon. Now, pag hindi mo ginagawa yon, eh pastor, hindi ko namang ginagawa yung mga yun. wala namang lotus position, wala namang mantra-mantra, wala namang mga om-om eh. Pero yung, ay hindi yoga yan. Stretching exercise lang yan. Huwag mong papangalan ng yoga. Kasi minsan, ang salitang yoga kasi, parang dating, parang ano, in. Okay, parang, wow, yoga. Oh, paano yan? Yoga. Kasi ayon na gamitin stretching eh. Napaka-ordinary, kaya yoga ang nilalagay. Huwag natin tawag yung yoga kasi minimisrepresent natin yoga. Yoga is a Hindu practice. It's an Eastern concept. That is why I would say that we have to draw the line between what is Christianity and what is not. What is truth and what is not. Huwag, natin pag, huwag tayong maglalaro. Don't, don't try to dilute the waters. But we have to draw the line. Let's do, draw the line and say, this is Christianity and this is not Christianity. <laughs> That's why again, speaking of this, practices, we have to again draw the line. Kaya pagkalimbawang meron po nag, nagbenta sa inyo ng, ng bracelet, sinabi, ah, itong bracelet na ito, ano, ah, para, ano, para magkaroon ka ng positive energy. Okay, kapag halimbawang ano, ano yan, ah, talaga everyday, ano, magkakaroon ka ng positive energy dyan. You have no idea, but that is a new age concept, a new age practice. I mean, and right now, people are duped with regards to that. I mean, I would rather believe in the Lord. And th- by the way, that's, that has no medical uh, uh, leanings. No doctors will also try to prove that, that it, that is right. That is why, again, speaking of those things, we have to, again, draw the line. Ano ba talaga? Kanino ba talaga nanggagaling ang power natin? Doon sa, sa, sa bracelet o sa Panginoon? Sino ba talaga nagpapagaling? At ano yun? Faith? We have to, again, understand this. Because Christianity has been advancing at ang ginagawa, people are trying to attack this. There are also beliefs like prosperity gospel. Now, this is not, I'm not against prosperity. I'm not against success. I believe in that with all my heart. But however, let us try to place things in its proper perspective. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 2.17, and let me quote from the CEV, Contemporary English Version, says, a lot of people try to get rich from preaching God's message. Maraming mga tao na ganun. They just wanted to rake in a lot of money and use the Bible in order for them to re, you know, rake in money for them to be rich. When we, we are called by the Lord to preach the gospel, hindi po, hindi po kami nag-preach nag, para po sa pera. Our after really is the soul of a person. In fact, let me just, yes, I understand that we need money to advance God's kingdom, but however, a preacher or a minister's motive must not be the money, but the minister's motive is really the soul of the people. 
And if, if the minister's motive is through that, then I would say that the Lord will be the one to bless that ministry. But we are God's sincere messengers, Paul said, and by the power of Christ, we speak our message with God as our witness. The Bible does not say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not suffer anymore but have luxurious life. I'm quoting from the prosperity gospel perversion. Hindi po yun sinabi ng Bible. The Bible says clearly, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. Yun po ang unang-unang sinishare po dapat natin. Hindi yung, Gusto mo bang magkabalikan kay ng boyfriend mo? Punta ka sa victory. Gusto mo bang uh, ma- ma- mabayaran mo ang utang mo sa lahat? Punta ka sa victory. Nabayaran ko lahat ang utang ko. Hindi naman sabihin, dahil marami ako nautangan. Hindi ganon. But we have to be clear. We have to present the message. What is the message? The message is that Jesus Christ came here to save you, to save me from all our sins. Then after that, after we are saved, then we can now walk with Him and experience the life that God has given us. The scripture is also clear. In this passage in John 16.33, it says here, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation or troubles. Alam mo, walang nagsasabi na amen dyan. Amen, Lord, troubles, Lord, come on, troubles. <laughs> Pag sinabing, you will have troubles. Ay, Lord, ayoko niyan, Lord. But however, let's not stop there. It's real. Totoo naman talaga, there are troubles in our world. There are sufferings. Hindi natin pwede ipikit ang ating mata at sabihin na, wala, hindi, hindi, ito, hindi problema ito. I deny this. Hindi ito, hindi sakit ito talaga. I deny this. I mean, there are suffering, there are trouble, there are testings. We have to face that, of course, but whenever, whenever we are going through that, meron pong sinabi rin ang Panginoon. Sabi niya rito, but take heart, sabay-sabay natin sabi, ano, basahin to. but take heart, I have overcome the world. Remember, the Lord is always with you. Whenever you go through testings, whenever you go through suffering, whenever you go through trials, the Lord is always with you. He is there to help you and He has overcome the world. Don't you worry about that. Don't you think that our God deserves praise for that? God deserves praise. The Lord overcome everything in our life. That's why, take heart. Ibig sabihin, hawakan mo puso mo, baka malaglag. Take heart. Kasi minsan, ano eh, kapag alimang hindi mo hinawakan yung puso mo talaga, ano eh, na-depress na- eh. I have overcome the world. Promise ko sa'yo. I have overcome the world. Baka kung pwede mag-hashtag pa sila, hashtag, I have overcome. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Pero ang sabi niya, I come. I, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Hindi lang eternal life ang binigay ng Panginoon sa atin, kundi abundant life as well. That is why once you experience salvation in Him, then prosperity and success will come as we go through in our Christian life. But we are not, we did not embrace Jesus Christ because of the prosperity and success that He has promised. Hindi yon. Dahil kapag dumaang ka sa problema mo, malamang baka magtampo ka sa Panginoon. Lord, nagbigay ako ng tights and open ko. Bakit ganito? Hanggang ngayon, one week na ako naghihintay, hindi pa rin ako binibless. Diba sabi niyo, you are the one who will bless me. Bakit ganito? One week na, wala pa rin. Anong tingin mo kay Lord Banco? Kapag naglagay ka, teng-teng, okay, meron ka nang mahukuha. I mean, God is after our heart. God is after our motive. Ano bang motibo mo? Bakit ka nagbibigay? 
always check your motive whenever you give. Lord, I'm giving. It's not because next month I will earn something. Yes, I understand that God is the one who blesses us and prospers us. But I hope that our eyes is always on Him. Whatever happens, our eyes will always upon Him. Another is hyper grace as well. Not just hyper grace, but legalism. Mag-ingat po tayo sa legalism. Hindi po tayo pumunta sa sa church na ito at wala pong magsasabi sa inyo na uh, by the way, bawal nga pala rito ang ano ha, mahaba ang buhok o bawal nga pala rito ang ano ha ang magsuot ng mga mini skirt no? bawal nga pala, dito nga pala sa Victoria bawal nga pala rito ang ano uh, by the way, bawal nga palang kumain ng dinuguan sa church na ito ha, okay, delikado kayo pagkakumain, babantay namin kayo, mabuti okay, nobody will tell you that that is legalism if that is your faith and belief and conviction, then go ahead. But please don't instill, don't push your conviction in some other people. We have, our, we have our conviction. But the point here is that we are not bounded by legalism. We are free. But however, on the other hand, sa sobrang free naman, baka mamay hindi ka na mag-confess ng sin mo sa Panginoon. Hyper-grace naman yon. Mag-ingat po tayo. The church is right now plagued. As the church advances, ito po ang nangyayari sa atin. That is why the Bible is clear. It says, yet because of false brothers secretly brought in who slip in to spy out our freedom that we have in Christ Jesus so that they might bring us into slavery. We are not in slavery anymore. We are not in bondage anymore. We are free to worship the Lord and honor Him and honor Him with your heart. Pero wag ka naman pupunta rito na parang naka-spaghetti tiling ka naman at parang lahat ng tao nakatingin na sa'yo. Okay? You have your own, of course, understanding naman. Alam naman natin kung ano yung tama at But however, we are not bounded by rules. We are not bounded by rules. The church will continue to advance. And sometimes, people are turned off because of our attitude as a Christian. Huwag nating hayaan na ma-turn off sila. But let them understand and see Jesus Christ always who came to set them free from all those things. Ephesians chapter 4, 11 to 13 says, And He gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. That is why, as we advance, let us grab the opportunity to be equipped and to be trained. Because I believe that we need this until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And it says here, but let, let me focus on that first, that we have, to, we have to be equipped, we have to be trained as we continue to advance. And this is our heartbeat, really, to raise up leaders in this church, to raise up disciple-makers in this church. At kung hindi pa po disciple we want to help you disciple more people for the Lord. We are not here to get converts. Madali pong mag-convert ng tao pag nanalangin siya ng I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay na, tapos na. Ngayon, dito na yung messy work, yung discipleship. Because somebody needs to sit down with that person and help that person and accompany him in his growth, in his spiritual walk. Doon po tayo papasok. Kasi ang dali mag, mag, ano, mag, mag, magpa-pray lang ng acceptance. But we have to do our job that's why the Lord Jesus Christ said we have to make disciples of all nations. Yun po ang ating ginagawa as we advance the kingdom of God. Let's always do our role in, in, in discipling more people for the Lord. If you are not yet discipling a person, pray. Ask the Lord, God, may you open, Lord, this door for me to be able to talk to a person and disciple that person. Because if we are not yet discipling a person, in other words, 
we are neglecting the mandate of the Lord in Matthew 28:19. Advancing. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church will continue to grow. The church or the kingdom of God will continue to advance. And there's no stopping this kingdom of God. Talagang dadaanan niya lahat ng dadaanan niya. Not just here in the Philippines, but around the world as well. Kahit saan tayo pumunta. The kingdom of God. And lastly, the kingdom of God is influential. Influential. Nakakapag-influence tayo. You were able to influence your children. You were able to influence your spouse. You were able to influence your friends. For the Lord, ganun po ang ginagawa ng kingdom ng Panginoon. Ganun po ang ginagawa natin sa kaharian ng Panginoon. And again, He said in Luke 13, verse 20 and 21, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven or yeast that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leaven. Now notice, ano ba tong yeast ito? Alam niyo ba kung ano yung yeast? Yun po yung opposite ng no. Okay, anyway, ang yeast po talaga, so, joke lang yun, okay? Naman ako ng kay Pastor Sani, okay? Uh, right, ano eh, right hand man ini ni Pastor Sani noon, okay? Kaya sabi ko nga kay Pastor Sani, Pastor Sani, yung joke mo sa Las Piñas, baguhin mo na talaga, ha? Kailangan, ano, para mabago na naman yun, para bago na naman, eh, ano, bago mga joke na naman yung makuha natin, okay? So, anyway, the bread here is, it has yeast. And once it, once it has yeast, then it it uh, it raises up. Tumataas po yan. Yung, yun po yung tinatawag na dough. And this is uh, yeast. No? Ito po yung yeast na ito. Meron po siyang uh, sort of like a composition that will really help the bread umalsa siya. And this is what we're doing. We are influencing, of course, it is like a yeast that influences the bread. The same thing as well for us, that we are also influencing the people around us. Okay? And like, for example, this guy by the name of William Wilberforce, he's a politician, a philanthropist, and abolitionist. Imagine, this guy is a believer. At ginamit po siya ng Panginoon para ma-abolish ang slavery sa Britain. Alam niyo ba ang ginagawa ng slavery sa Britain? Sobra, binibili nila yung mga slaves. Kinukuha nila sa isang country at binibenta sa Britain para maging alila o maging slave ng mga, ng mga puti. Yun po ang slavery noon. I mean, you just can, can imagine how these people are being maltreated. Para silang mga, you know, ginagawa silang auction. Nakalagay nga dyan, Negroes for sale at auction. Huhulihin sila at patatayuin at babayaran. O ano, sa tingin mo, gusto mo ba yan? Malakas yan, matipuno. Magkano? Bayaran na tayo. That is why I would say that William Wilberforce did his uh, influence. He's a believer, and this is what he did. In the late 1700s, when William Wilberforce was a teenager, English traders raided the African coast on the Gulf of Guinea, captured between 35,000 and 50,000 Africans a year, shipped them across the Atlantic, and sold them into slavery. It was a profitable business that many powerful people had become dependent upon. Imagine, they became slaves. And I would say that this is, this is really something that as a Christian, we have to stand up. And William Wilberforce surely became an influence. Surely the principles of Christianity lead to action as well as meditation. Hindi lang pwede yung nakatayo lang tayo at wala tayong ginagawa. We have to learn to influence the people around us. Sa loob ng office mo, sa, sa, sa pamilya mo, sa, 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 mga, sa, sa paaralan, in the school, you have to be an influence as the kingdom of the Lord advances. You have to be an influence as well. We also have William Carey. 
He's a British missionary, a Baptist minister, and a Bible translator. Ano ginawa niya? Ang ginawa niya is that ito po yung time sa India kung saan pag namatay ang asawang lalaki, kailangan sumama pati ang asawang babae. Ang tawag po dyan, sati. It has, it has been a practice by the Indians. Kapag namatay ang asawang lalaki, hindi pwedeng hindi sumama ang buhay na asawang babae. Kahit na dalawang asawa niya, tatlong asawa niya, kahit na apat, sasama lahat yon. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Sasama lahat yon. Tinatapon nila yan. That is why it is, it is really grieving for, for missionaries, for, for people who are seeing this kind of practice in India. And this is what it says. During his campaign against Sati, that's William Carey, Carey found that nearly 300 widows were burnt alive around Calcutta and 10,000 all over India within a short span of time. Sadly, the Hindu practice of polygamy compounded the problem even more. On one occasion, Kari documented 33 wives of one man burnt alive at his funeral. This practice made children orphaned without both father and mother. Imagine that. If you are not a believer, I would understand. But if you are a believer, please, let's learn to stand against what is not right. Kung nakikita na po natin na hindi po tama yung ginagawa ng mga tao sa paligid po natin, then learn to speak up and be an influence. Kung nag-uusap po ng green jokes, let's learn to stop. Kung alam po natin na hindi po tama yung ginagawa at nagsisino at, you know, there are lies that are hovering in that particular place, then let, let's learn to stand. Huwag po tayong mananahimik lamang. Let's learn to do something about it. That is why... Speaking of this, Carrie fought against all this, publishing articles and books resolutely opposing this gory practice. Both Carrie and William Wilberforce later persuaded the then Governor Lord William Bentick to carry a regulation on December 4, 1829, declaring sati as illegal and criminal. Imagine, without these believers, sati cannot be declared as illegal and criminal. A Christian stood up. The kingdom of God should be influential wherever you go. Dapat po tayo influential Remember, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Matthew 5.14 And I would say that we, as the salt of the earth, we, as the light of the world, dapat po maramdaman tayo ng mga tao sa paligid po natin. Maramdaman ka ng asawa mong hindi mananampalataya. Maramdaman ka ng mga anak mong hindi mananampalataya. Maramdaman ka ng magulang mo na hindi mananampalataya. Maramdaman ka ng mga kaibigan mong hindi mananampalataya. Huwag kang tumahimik lang. Kailangan maramdaman ka at maintindihan nila at maunawaan na krisyano ka pala. Krisyano ka pala. Tagapagsunod ka pala ni Kristo. You are a follower of the Lord. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Pagkalimbawang hindi po tayo tumatayo sa ating conviction bilang Krisyano at nadadala po tayo ng mga kaibigan nating hindi manampalataya, then it will corrupt us to the point that we will now compromise and we cannot be influential. People will not believe us for what we are doing. In another uh, version of the CEV, don't fool yourselves. Bad friends will destroy you. Bad friends will destroy you. Meron kang mga kaibigan na panay ang yaya sa'yo. Tara, inuman tayo pare. Sweldo. Tara. Ano? Ito nga pala. Ano nga palang nasa computer mo? Okay, meron ako rito ano, mga na-download. Baka mamaya uh, gusto mo. Bad friends 
will destroy us. Influence your bad friends, but don't let your bad friends influence you. Jesus Christ, I believe, uh, you know, has a different uh, story with regards to that. But let me just quote First James 4.4. 4. It says here, You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Don't be a friend to the world, but learn to stand and take your stand as a believer. Even Jesus Christ, when he was still young, he took his stand. Imagine he influencing the Pharisees during the time at a young age. And this is what he's, he said. When his parents saw him in Luke 2, 49 they were shocked. His mother asked him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been worried sick looking for you. I'm reading from the God's Word translation. I'm, we're, we're worried sick. And then, sabi niya, sabi niya, Jesus said to them, Why were you looking for me? Didn't you realize that I had to be in my father's house? In other words, this is not to dishonor his parents, but his parents doesn't really understand that he has a mission. And at a young age, he has to do his mission to be about his father's business. At a young age, influencing the Pharisees, influencing the people during his time, influencing the very culture where he is. And even when he reached at the age of 30 to 33, the same thing, he needs to com- confront Pharisees and Sadducees during that time. He needs to tell the truth to them. Saying, and the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. But woe to you Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb in Luke 11:42, and neglect justice and the love of God. This you ought to have done without neglecting the others. That is why speaking of how Jesus Christ is a model in really advancing and influencing the people around him, we have to follow him in this area. How are we right now as an influencer in the kingdom of God? How are we right now in advancing the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is growing. The kingdom of God is advancing. And the kingdom of God is influential. Let me just quote this passage, Revelations 11.15 says, Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. Alam niyo po ba, sa panalahin po natin, let your kingdom come, let your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Whatever that we are doing here in this earth must be reflected also in heaven. Whatever that is there in heaven must also be reflected here on earth. And I would say that one day, the kingdom of God will be one. Heaven and earth will be one. And we will be a part of that when the time comes. But for this moment, let's be influential. Let's advance the kingdom of God as it continues to grow. Let us all stand up right now. Let's pray to the Lord. And allow the word of the Lord to sink in in your heart. Probably some of you have not shared the gospel for quite some time. Maaring nananahimik ka kapag halimbawang nasa gitna ka ng mga kaibigan mo o ng kapamilya mo ni hindi mo minsan nababanggit si Jesus dahil nahihiya ka o baka mamaya parang wala kang lakas ng loob para sabihin. At there are times probably that hindi mo alam kung paano mo sasabihin. And probably some of you also are are not discipling. Not because you don't want to, but because 
there's no opportunity and there's no time. I believe that now is the day and time for you to understand that the kingdom of God is growing and as it grows, we need you to be part of this team. We need you to be part of a growing kingdom. We need you to be part of an advancing kingdom and we need you to be a part of an influential kingdom. And if your prayer is that, Pastor, pray for me that I will be a part of this growing kingdom, that I will be a part of this advancing kingdom with me advancing this kingdom with the gift that I have. I can do something in really advancing the kingdom and influencing the people around me. Without looking around, I'd like you to just raise up your hand if that is your prayer. I believe that the Lord is speaking to you right now and reminding you of your role in the kingdom of God. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Thank you for speaking, Lord, to your people, reminding them, Lord, that they have a role to play in your kingdom. Lord, this kingdom is growing and advancing and influencing people from high places. And I pray, Lord, that your people, right now as they raise up, Lord, their hand, will understand and realize that they are a part of it. And I pray, Lord, that you will give them, Lord, the boldness right now that comes from your Holy Spirit. Let them speak, Lord, Jesus, that every utterance that they will do, it will always be Jesus Christ. That they will not be ashamed, that they will not be shy whenever they mention Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that they will not mention and they will not even promote victory, but Lord, I pray that they will promote Jesus. It is not about this church, but it's about Jesus Christ. Lord, empower them by your Holy Spirit. Empower them, O Lord, so that whenever, God, they pray for these people, sick people will get well. Whenever they pray for these people, there will be answered prayer as well. God, thank you so much, God, for I know that even right now, you are already moving in their heart, once more rekindling their hearts. Remove any condemnation, remove any guilt, Lord, and replace, Lord, that reassurance that truly they are your child. Thank you so much once more. And I pray and lift up, Lord God, these people to you, your children to you. I pray, Lord God, these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord God.